Here we go. Join me and together we can rule the galaxy. Ow. Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan. My sister is living it up in uh, Orlando, Florida at Disney World currently, so I have my beautiful fiance Joy Lawrence, here with us. Hi. And uh, we are going to introduce you to her, just like we do to everybody else. So uh, we're going to go over her favorites. I forgot to think about these. <laughs> so we're going to start with her favorite uh, Disney character. Rapunzel. Not Tinkerbell. She's a close second. Okay. Uh, I don't we're... know. They're, they're up there. <laughs> okay. Favorite Disney movie. I love all of them. <laughs> Pick one. Hercules, Tangled, Aladdin. Which one? Um, I'll go with Tangled just because I like the music. I think a little bit more than the rest of those. But the music in all of them is really, really okay. awesome. Now your favorite Pixar one. <laughs> <laughs> Coco, because I'm still on that high because it was so good. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, your favorite... Disney Park. Um, Disneyland in California. The Disneyland Park, not the California Adventure one, right? Yeah, okay. the Disneyland Park in California. Okay, okay. Your favorite ride at Disney World or any Disney Park? The Dwarf Mine Train. Duh. <laughs> Should have seen that one coming. <laughs> um. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of your favorite resort. Um, I have three that I like for different reasons. You can list all three. Okay. Give them the reasons, though. I like Caribbean Beach because that's when I came down to see you for the first time in like five months when mm-hmm. you did your first program, mm-hmm. and that's why I stayed, and it was also really pretty. And then I really like um, Polynesian. For the one night we got to stay there, mm-hmm. it was super pretty, and I like I like that uh, atmosphere. And then I also really like Boardwalk. I let I like the atmosphere, and I like that it's you can walk to um, Epcot and Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, since you've been to both resorts on the in the coast, which is your favorite resort? Like, Walt Disney World Resort or Disneyland Resort? Disneyland was your favorite park, but what is your favorite resort if you had to vacation? I don't know. (laughs) That's a hard question. Because I like like Disneyland because it was also compact and it was less Mm -hmm. people. But Disney World is just, like, timeless and... I've been there the most, and it's <laughs> it's like my classic park. <laughs> okay, I'll throw in a bonus question here that oh, I that I've never asked anybody: monorail or ferry? Getting the Magic Kingdom, which one would you prefer taking? I actually like the monorail, just because I'm That's always afraid say. that like something gonna drop something in the water. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. 
Uh, maybe I'll ask my sister that when she comes in. So if you're listening, Christian, prepare yourself for that question next week. Uh, monorail or ferry? I know they just had a weird experience with it there. I'll let them talk about it next week. Um, about I think the ferry closed when they were in line for it, and then they had to go don't to Don't give away their story. I don't know the full thing. They'll, they'll tell it better. But what's your dream Disney vacation? Alani. I want to go to Alani. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go there for our honeymoon. Hey, way I. Yeah, hey, way I. But you outvoted me. <laughs> yep. My vote's worth two. <laughs> Alright, I'm just thinking of any last minute favorites I can ask you before we move on. Um, uh, oh, yeah, favorite Marvel character. Oh, Captain America. Favorite, <laughs> favorite Star Wars character. Ray. Ray, because she's a badass. Yep, gorge. <laughs> okay. Okay, and we just bleep that. But yeah, so uh, that's pretty much joy. Uh, so what we're gonna do now is I'm just gonna go over how the schedule is gonna go for the rest of the week, um, because of the Star Wars Last Jedi premiere. So. Yay. This week, you know, we got the show on Sunday night, early Monday, you know, whenever you listen to it. Uh, it should be up Sunday night on the 10th. This is when we're recording. Um, then this week, we have a show on Saturday night. We're recording it around Saturday at 3.30. Um, it's going to be a Star Wars roundtable. We got uh, three special guests, and then me and my sister. I think that's as much as we're going to have. Um, we're going to have Joy... We're going to have uh, me and my sister. We're going to have Logan from We Met Behind the Castle podcast. And he was on uh, our episode with Coco. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have, uh, if everything works out right, my sister's uh, husband, my brother-in-law, Zach. So that'd be five of us, round table. We'd have a, uh, it'd be all spoilers. So, you know, steer clear if you don't want to hear it. We'd have a non-spoiler segment on our Sunday show. We're still going to have a Sunday show. We'll have Saturday, Sunday. If I feel up to it, I might do one as soon as I get home on Thursday night for people to be able to listen to on Friday. Just a short one of my initial reactions. So And me, maybe. And, and, and Joy, <laughs> yes. So we'll have lots of Star Wars coverage for you um, over that week. Sunday will be a regular show with a segment in Star Wars in there where we just kind of give our general thoughts and point you to our spoiler review on Saturday. So if you... Didn't get to see it by the time Saturday's show is out. Don't listen to it. Um, but it'll always be there for you. So as soon as you walk out of the movie, if you see it on Sunday or any time other week, you know, you'd be able to just pop it in and listen. So I think that's all I wanted to say regarding that. And we will go over to the new Extra, extra, read all about it. Alright, so our first bit of news here is Disney has revealed details on their changes to Disney Caribbean Beach Resort. The updates will debut late summer of 2018, and work is already progressing quickly according to uh, WDWMagic.com. They've seen aerial pictures of it. Here's a full rundown of the enhancements. This is all from WDWMagic.com. Old Port Royal, sorry, Old Port Royale at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort will be reimagined as the port of entry where guests will check in before 
you know, staying uh, before staying. Uh, this location will offer resort guests more convenient access to services, amenities, dining, and including an all-new Centertown Market for casual eats, an all-new Shutters Restaurant offering waterfront dining adjacent to the new Banana Cabana outdoor bar and lounge. Hmm. And let's see. So they have pictures here that Disney released of Centertown Market. Looks nice here. This is where they would have the looks like a grab-and-go market for you know like quick snacks. That's kind of how it was when I was there. Mm-hmm. Shutters is a table service restaurant that'll be on the waterfront, mm-hmm. so that'd be nice. Um, it'll allow. Let's see. So they, I guess they'd be able to lower the shutters, maybe if they needed to, or blinds, because it looks like a lot of outdoor seating in this picture that Disney has released. Looks really nice. Reminds me of Boardwalk. Like Boardwalk. Yeah. And then they have a poolside bar that is called the Banana Cabana. Um, just for other food and drinks here. So, I know this is one of your favorite resorts. You just told everybody. What are your thoughts on seeing these changes? I think it looks really cool. It'll be interesting to see what they do. And as soon as this is done, the next time we go down there, we're going to visit this resort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to see what it's like. Yes, and we'll move on and talk about the gondolas too, because the gondolas are actually going to go into Caribbean Beach. Um, so here they are. It looks like the the gondolas are going to land on the International Gateway at Epcot. Disney released pictures of this as well. Um, it's on uh, Disney Parks blog. They have all these pictures. This one, yeah, it takes you right to the International Gateway, the entrance near uh, England from the walk from Boardwalk where the gondolas will load and unload and then they have a picture on the website as well that has the skyliner station at caribbean beach resort um for the gondolas and uh here they are at hollywood (coughs) studios with the hollywood studios matching that's cool i'm guessing that i don't know where that would be it says near the main entrance and bus stations so, Pop Century and Disney Art of Animation will also share a station. So, it's going to link up Pop Century, Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach, and Hollywood and Epcot. So, other pathways instead of just the monorail. What are your thoughts on the gondolas, Joy? <laughs> I'm not going on it. I mean, that's a really cool idea. You ride the monorail. What's different about the gondola? Um, You're hanging from a piece of wire. <laughs> that's the problem. It's safe. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. It's safe. We'll see. Um, they look super cool because they have yeah. these. Um, here's the images here. That's really cool. They have characters of like Mickey and Minnie taking pictures out of the gondola, uh, Beast and Belle on the gondola, the um, Haunted Mansion uh, hitchhiking ghosts and Goofy. I so, think yeah. I think it's really cool that they're linking all the other, some of the other resorts with the parks, mm-hmm. and they have. I can kind of imagine where the um, Hollywood loading and unloading station would be. They have enough room in this yeah. one little area. I can't exactly picture where it is in my mind, but like I, I can picture it but not describe it. <laughs> I think it's cool, though. But I'm not going to ride it anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks totally cool. I can't wait to ride it. Mm. Okay, so that's the, uh, you know, the gondola and the Caribbean beach. Resort. We got new uh, info of the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. This is from Walt Disney World News Today, WDWNT.com. 
That's taking the place of Ellen, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Ellen's already closed. Uh, one of the... Let's see here. I know one thing I read on here is that there's no inversion, so you're not going upside down on this. Um, here it is. Yeah, the coaster, no inversions, and it's fairly family-friendly. Oh, it's a uh, coaster? They, yeah, yeah. They say it's... Uh, think of it as a modern take on Space Mountain is what people are describing it as mm. on, on WDW News Today. No opening date, but yeah. That'll be cool. <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm glad, you know, not everything needs inversions. I'm glad, you know, I'll be able to probably ride it with my nephew. I'm glad that they're bringing something to Disney World because I saw the video of the opening stuff for the... the um, Tower of Terror over there? Tower of Terror reboot over there, over in California, and it looked really cool, but I would never see it because I'm not riding mm. that ride. <laughs> Just a general note here, the work on the Ratatouille at France uh, in Epcot is starting to get worked on, uh, even though it's not opening for another two and a half years, but uh, they started to work on that. What are they doing? Uh, it's a Ratatouille ride. It's going to be, it, it's, there's a picture on www.magic.com, and I'm sure on other sites that have the aerial views like this, that have a, you know, cleared land where they're going to be building it. Looks and like it's back behind. The yeah, it'll be line. back behind it, but there'll be a queue line that'll, the okay. queue line will enter it into Epcot supposedly, like into the France Pavilion, so they can kind of have a big show building, but then, yeah, have it there. So <laughs> excited for Ratatouille! We'll we'll get to ride it on our honeymoon, over in France. So yeah, that ride already exists there. So, I guess I'll do a review of that when we get back. <laughs> Will it be the exact same thing? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, exact same thing. Um, And then just permits that were filed as well show that the Tron Coaster will be behind the Speedway in Space Mountain. So kind of where it was generally thought to be in the concept art. And that uh, Main Street USA Theater that's being added will be in the backstage area behind the Town Square Theater where you meet Mickey and uh, Tink currently where is that is that right when you walk in yeah the on right? the right yeah it'll be like if you keep going there's like some talking mickey yeah okay. if you keep going past past that building onto the right sometimes there's like a back way that they take you to tomorrowland when the parades are going yeah in. i think it's going to be back there so. okay that's what it looks like we got some small pool refurbishments that are going to be working on art of animation uh, the big blue pool will be closed from january 16th to january 19th and Flip and Finn's pool will be closed from January 31st to February 8th. It's uh, February 2nd, so just like three days on each of those. Kadani Village, uh, Samawadi Springs pool, January 8th through January 19th, so a little longer one there. The beach pool at Grand Floridian will be closed from November 20th, which is already currently closed, through February 25th. Wow. That's a long time. Fort Wilderness will be closed. The Meadows uh, at Fort Wilderness will be closed January 30th to February 2nd. And Disney Saratoga Springs Resort, the High Rock Spring Pool will be closed January 15th through January 26th. And the Paddock Pool will be closed January 29th through February 9th. So just some small pool closures in case if you're going down. We got uh, some more Star Wars merchandise revealed for Star Wars Galactic Knights. This is where you can get your first Han Solo movie t-shirt, Solo, a Star Wars story. You can get that, um, I think, I guess currently 
Uh, no, de- December 16th is when you can get that at the parks. They have some shirts with Porgs and other creatures. Like It looks like Wampa is on there from Empire. K2SO. Can't really see the other ones. Java, maybe? Java the Hut. But, uh, yeah, and a co- really cool-looking pin, too, for The Last Jedi. So if you guys have time to go down to Galactic Knights on the 16th, you can pick up some cool Star Wars merch. And we got Disney's California Adventure Food and Wine Festival is expanding to six weeks in 2018. So from March 2nd to April 12th, they have Food and Wine now at California Adventure. Um, They've had it there, I think, a few years now, but it's expanding uh, to six weeks. I guess it was shorter. It doesn't say how long it was previously. All right, so uh, here we go. Another thing that's going on, too, is that D Street over in California Adventure, the Vinylmation shop, is closing in January and reopening as a different retail space with Disney Home Goods. So Ugh. Again, the fall of Vinylmations continues. Though, what did just leak is that they are doing a Star Wars Last Jedi Vinylmation set. That's cool. So that should be out sometime soon. I'm all for Home Goods, but the Vinylmations I really loved. Yep. Well, they killed it once they got rid of trading, too. So yeah. there you go. All right, so we just got uh, really two other small items and then we got about two big ones so disney has added two new board members let's see uh with strong credentials and technology according to la times it's uh saffir katz who was the chief executive of oracle corp and francis a de souza ceo of biotech firm illumina inc so they'll both join on february 1st disney did not say whether these new board members would replace retiring ones or if they were expanding board members from 12 to 14. So that's LA Times giving us a little bit of information there. Entertainment Weekly gave us our first look at The Incredibles 2 and the family in there. What's the board for? Is that like who makes the decisions? Yeah. Oh. Like, see, uh, they actually, like, they could vote out Bob Iger if they wanted to. The board of directors are like, you know. Oh, like really high ups in the board and stuff. They're oh, like okay. shareholders. Um, okay. So For those of us who don't know all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, correct me if I'm wrong on any of that, people, because that, that's just my general thoughts on most boards um, from watching TV shows, where the board members always vote out the people that made the company <laughs> and all those shows. Okay, so we yeah, got the TV is the greatest <laughs> thing is. to go on. It is. That's why I own a lot of TV shows on DVD. Um, <laughs> knowledge uh so we got the incredibles here from entertainment weekly they're all looking it's probably the underminer coming up from the ground the baby's just like like, jack jack yeah (laughs) he's excited oh yeah big news um it looks like this fox disney deal is going to happen uh the bankers are starting to get involved i think that was hollywood reporter or variety reporting that or cnn um, but I know all three of them have been reporting on this very closely. They said usually once the bankers get involved, it's it's pretty much a done deal. They said it could be done by Christmas. So That's cool. We'll see how that goes. Um, you know, I we talked about really it. Cool. We talked about it a few uh, weeks ago. So it uh, looks like it's still going to happen. All right, and then uh, we have our yesterday night on the 9th was the red carpet premiere of Star Wars The Last Jedi. No, I did not get invited from Disney, but 
I was there in Darn. spirit. I was watching it on YouTube, on StarWars.com. And the first social media reactions are pouring in from people that were there. Uh, so we just have uh, Hollywood Reporter added up all these from Twitter. Uh, so you have a lot of people overwhelmingly positive. I, didn't think, I think I maybe only saw two really negative ones. Peter Sharetta from Slash Film says... Star Wars The Last Jedi is so very different, exciting, and surprising. So many emotions, so many amazing moments. Stay away from spoilers. Aaron Couch, I'm not sure where he's from, let me check. Last Jedi is incredibly satisfying and hands down Mark Hamill's best performance as Luke Skywalker. He is, uh, Aaron Couch is from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, we have Adam Goldberg, actor and creator of The Goldbergs on ABC. He had pre-written out a few options in case of what would happen and uh he told everybody what he had chose he chose holy ryan crushed it dear god i hope i picked this tweet it means the last jedi made me feel like a kid again hells yeah (laughs) terry schwartz from ign uh entertainment says, there's a scene in The Last Jedi that I keep playing over and over again in my head that is so stunning and unexpected that I don't want to forget how I felt seeing it for the first time. This movie feels unlike any Star Wars movie in all the ways I hoped. Uh, Then she continues with, not only are Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill at their very best as Leia and Luke in this movie, but Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver blow Rey and Kylo Ren out of the park. I didn't expect where these characters went, and it's my favorite part of the movie. Just cherry picking the year. If he, if anybody else wants to read all of them here, you can go on to HollywoodReporter.com. Here's one of the n- more mixed reviews here. Scott Mans from Access Hollywood says, The Last Jedi, a little too long and dragged in the middle, but great fun overall. As good as The Force Awakens, Rogue One is better. More humor than expected. Great Star Wars moments. Mark Hamill is awesome. A worthy episode 8. Anthony Bresnikin from Entertainment Weekly said, Luke was right. This is not going to go the way you think. The Last Jedi will shatter you and then make you whole again. And I, I'll just this pick... This is just making me excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just pick a few other ones here. Josh Horowitz says, Also, avoid spoilers. Most of the mo- best moments are not in any of the trailers. Hmm. And Robert Liefeld says, It does not get any better than Star Wars The Last Jedi in all capitals and five exclamation points. That's a lot more than five exclamation points. (laughs) (laughs) So if anybody else wants to read all the ones that are on that website, go to HollywoodReporter.com. It's also Mark Hamill retweeted this, so you can find it on there in case if you're too worried about Googling spoilers. So, you know, by accidentally seeing it by Googling. So that's what you can do. We got rumors here. We got one rumor, uh, pretty much, which is uh, the Agent P, uh, Phineas and Ferb World Showcase thing would be changing to DuckTales. Is the hot rumor that I saw on some of the message boards. I mean, that makes sense, because isn't Phineas and Ferb done now? Yeah, Phineas and Ferb's been done for a while, so, Mm -hmm. and DuckTales, big deal with that is that you have the older generation who... Uh, knew it from when they were kids, yeah. and then you have the newer kids who seen it on theirs. So wouldn't it be essentially the same thing though? It'd probably be the same thing because you can just because it was the same thing with Kim Possible. Yeah, I mean, they added a bit more with the Agent P showcase thing, I, I believe, because they actually added Doofenshmirtz oh, and yeah. Perry around the parks. I don't think Kim Possible did that. 
I've never tried them. I always that's something I always wanted to do that I've never done. Yeah. We'll have to do it. It's sometime. fun. It's fun. All right, and then in honor of Star Wars, we're having a space character of the week. It's uh, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear is our character <laughs> of the week. I didn't want to do a Star Wars character just in case if I went to a trivia section online and there were spoilers there. So I'm, I'm weary of that. So we will go into some trivia of Buzz Lightyear. Did you know, and this is from these three did you knows, are uh, from my Who's Who book of Disney that I got. Uh, did you know Buzz fictional home is the planet Morph? I did yes, not know that. I did. You it's did in know? It's a movie. Is it? Mm-hmm. He talks about it. Very briefly, then. Buzz <laughs> makes a cameo in Finding Nemo as a toy in the dentist's office. I did know that one. Yep. And he's 11.43 inches tall without his helmet. That's a huge toy. That is a huge That's a huge toy. toy. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, another interesting thing to note is that in every Toy Story film, there's one delusional Buzz Lightyear toy who still believes he's a real space ranger. In the first film, you got the real Buzz. In the second film, at Al's Toy Barn, there's a Buzz with a newer belt mm-hmm. um, that believes he's still a toy. And in the third film, uh, Buzz uh, Lotso kidnaps Buzz and resets him to demo mode where he loses his memories and actually speaks Spanish as well when Rex um, tries to reset him. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. People compared Buzz to Bolt from the 2008 film of the same name as both believe that possess their TV show superpowers and yet actually don't have them. Hmm. Originally, the role of Buzz Lightyear was offered to Billy Crystal, who turned it down, a move he later admitted regretting. Uh, Crystal eventually voiced Mike Wazowski in Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, and Jim Carrey were also considered for the role. What attracted Tim Allen to the role of Buzz was was before him, they offered the role to his biggest influence in his career, Chevy Chase, who turned it down. So, I guess because he looked up to Chevy Chase, he was like, oh, I'll do what he didn't want to do. Uh, it <laughs> doesn't really make any sense. sense. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> Buzz does a Vulcan salute from the Star Trek series when saying farewell to Woody at a gas station. Is that the, the finger thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. A Lightyear blimp in the movie Cars is a reference to Buzz Lightyear's last name. It's also a parody of Goodyear blimp. It's also the tires that they use on Lightning McQueen. Mm-hmm. Buzz and Woody appear in the credits for Cars as two cars. I remember that. I remember this too. I remember reading this. The original script for Toy Story 3 had Buzz and his entire toy line recalled back to Taiwan due to a defect. And apparently that defect would be explained why Buzz and his toy line believe themselves to be real space rangers. Ooh, in an episode of House of Mouse, Donald Duck dresses up like Buzz Lightyear. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Buzz along with Woody were at one point planned to appear as summons in Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, but the idea was scrapped. They are going to be in Kingdom Hearts 3 as their own world. So I- I'd say better to save it for a whole world than just having them as summons. What are summons? Uh, that's where Sora can just summon the character to help them out for like a small brief period of time. Okay. Like a few minutes, not even. The quality of Buzz's voice box deteriorated within the 10 years from Toy Story 2 to Toy Story 3 and is now on par with Woody's sound quality. Hmm. What? I guess, like, you know, when somebody picks up Buzz and -hmm. presses a button, his voice box sounds, like, deteriorated, more quality. 
It's on par with how Woody sounds. Well, it probably sounded like fresher toy? in Toy Story 1 and 2. In the movie. Not him yeah. himself, but if somebody picked him up and touched him. Like in the movie, if someone picked him up and touched him and pressed his button? Yeah. Hmm. That his voice box would sound more deteriorated than it did in Toy Story 2 and 1 when he was more of a newer toy. We're going to have to watch this movie. Yeah, we'll have to research that one. <laughs> um... How would they even go about doing that, though? Deteriorating the voice box. They would just put a filter on it that makes it sound older. Hmm. Characters of Buzz and Zerg are spoofs of Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, and they parody one of the last scenes in Empire Strikes Back when Zerg claims he is Buzz's father, just as Vader did to Luke. Oh, yeah. I like that, though. When uh, When Zerg's... Shooting the ball on Buzz is catching it, and he's... I'm playing catch with my dad. Uh, when Toy Story was being made, Buzz wasn't going to be in the main plot. Um, originally, he was going to be the tin toy from the short film that they did. Originally, his name was going to be Lunar Larry, or Tempest from Murph. Morph. Not as catchy. Buzz tends to mispronounce words just like I just did. For example, he mispronounces the word s'mores as smoes and mispronounces Hawaii as hey-way-i. Hey-way-i. Woody corrects them both times. Okay, so that's pretty much uh, the character of the week here. We don't have anything else. I guess we'll do a closing question. Um, Something kind of based off of uh, Star Wars, I guess. <laughs> I was gonna say Christmas. Oh, we can say that for next. Christmas. No, we can say that for next week because it will be closer to Christmas. But um, what type of star? Ask me the question. What type of Star Wars question were you looking for? I don't know. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? We'll go with that one because I haven't done that one. Oh, mine's um, Force Awakens. Okay. Why? I... <laughs> Why? Um. I I don't know. I just well, first of all, I hadn't seen like half of two or three mm-hmm. before Force Awakens, so there's that. They weren't as important, so you're fine. And you had seen all of two, for on the record. I I don't. You had not seen all of. You had not two. seen any of three except for when the very, Anakin very had. No, I think you had saw the part where he went into the temple. Mm-mm. Right? Wasn't it? No. Oh, okay. Um, I saw the very, very end of three, just because my mom was watching it, and I happened to walk in the room. Um, (laughs) but I wasn't, I I don't know, I never, I didn't really catch the fandom of the first, like, the four, five, six. It, It didn't really spark my interest all that much, and then with the reboot that Disney did with um, the not a Force reboot, Awakens. But <laughs> well, the like how they made it. I guess they made it more relatable to kids now. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever they did with it, I just like it. <laughs> it's just newer. Is what they did. Whatever. They just made newer movies. I just. I don't know. I like that one best. Okay. We'll see if that changes. Yeah, we'll see if that changes on <laughs> Thursday. Um, my favorite is is probably. It's probably The Force Awakens. I left it as a... I left it thinking it was pretty awesome. I couldn't figure out if it topped Empire Strikes Back, which was my previous favorite. Uh, But I think it does. But from what I'm reading, I think Last Jedi is going to become my favorite 
Star Wars movie. A lot of people said it's the best one. Uh, some of the people that saw the reaction. We'll so. see. We'll see on Thursday. <laughs> I heard it could be a dis- divisive film as well, so I guess we'll see. Um, divisive how? Some people might really like it, some people may not. Mm. But I generally, I generally seem to like all Star Wars just because I, I don't... I don't build... I mean, I build it up as like a woo, like this is awesome, you know, like I'm going to yeah. love it. But I don't go in there. I think that's maybe why I didn't really like the movies all that much. Because you were like, oh, you're going to love these. And I was like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> I, I, I never said you were going to love them. You did. I did not. You did. But I don't think, while I do that, I don't actually build it up to, I don't get like my own, like my own thoughts of, like I speculate and all that. But if something doesn't turn out the way I speculated it, I don't get upset. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. do. Where they say, well, that's not as good as what I had thought. And it kind of lowers their ranking of it. I try not to get too carried away in that because, you know, then it could happen. If you're like, well, I thought it would be like this. And then I thought it would be like this. That's why I also mm-hmm. stay away from spoilers. Sometimes you get a spoiler and you think it's going to be a certain... Like, you might get a few snippets of spoilers and you try to connect the dots. And the way that it connects the dots is not the truth. And then you start to not like it as much because you filled in the gaps with your own imagination, yeah. you know? So, Stay I never... Stay away from spoilers. Yeah, I never try to do that. I always just try to... I go in, I have expectations just that it'll be awesome. I don't have plot expectations a lot of times. You know? So, and yeah. that that's one thing that makes it easier for me to think, like, all stars. I love all stars. I love the prequels, which a lot of people don't. I love... You know, the newer movies, which some people don't because some people that like the prequels don't like the newer ones. And then you have the original trilogy fans that only like the original trilogy. It's a mess. But, yes, I think uh, Force Awakens currently is probably my top. I watch that one the most, I think, currently. Since you were talking about prequel versus original, I started out when we watched 4, 5, 6, Mm -hmm. and then 1. I started out liking one better than four, five, six, but I don't know that that's true anymore. I think I like four, five, six better now. Than one, two, three? Yeah. Just because Anakin's a poop face. <laughs> well, we'll see because. We'll, we'll see because we have been watching them chronologically together. Um, yeah. So to get ready for Thursday. To get ready for Thursday. So we got uh, we watched A New Hope last night. So we watched them chronologically. So we even included Rogue One in that, um, mm-hmm. even though it's a spinoff. So we went one, two, three, Rogue One, four. We're going, which by the way is awesome, watching Rogue One, then A New Hope. Yeah, it really ties it in. It's awesome. It really ties it in, like the beginning scene on the Tantive Four. Um, then you have... Um, we're watching Empire Strikes Back tonight, Return of the Jedi tomorrow, Force Awakens on Tuesday. And then we'll have a night off. And then we'll have a night off before Thursday. So We could have planned it out better, I guess, but... <laughs> Mr. Watch Two Movies Without Telling Me. I You walked in on the second one, so we're fine. But, yeah. Uh, so, really cool watching them all chronologically... So I guess we'll see if your thoughts on 5 and 6 and 4, like, on the, that you do like those better than 1, 2, 3. 
I don't know. So we'll we'll see on that one. So I guess that's pretty much it. Like I said, this weekend coming up, depending on when you're listening to it, let me just say the actual date. The weekend is the 16th, that's Saturday. We are going to have a Star Wars roundtable. Like I with said, spoilers. with all spoilers, we're going to have five. So stay away if you haven't seen it yet. We're going to have five people on there. It's me, my sister, the normal hosts. Um, then we have special guest star Joy Lawrence, my fiance. Special guest star. We have special <laughs> guest star Logan Stump from We Met Behind the Castle podcast, and he's been on our show. And uh, we have uh, Zach Allgaier, my sister's um, husband, my brother-in-law. And maybe one more if uh, if Andrew's not working. But if he is working, we're also going to have uh, a few weeks down the line, most likely. We're going to have a in-depth breakdown after I've probably seen it a third time. Because I'm seeing it <laughs> twice this week, and we're seeing it Thursday and Saturday before Saturday we record. Morning, yeah. So uh, we are going to... I'm probably going to see it a third time, and then I'll have a breakdown, a deep dive with my friend Andrew. Um, and we'll probably go really in-depth with the movie and what it means for the uh, franchise as a whole. Because I feel like we're going to have a tough time doing that on Saturday with five people here. It's going to be a Are lot of... Are you going to do with or without spoilers with Andrew? Oh, it'd be with spoilers, yeah. If we're doing a deep dive, it'd be with spoilers. It'd be okay. a few weeks later, so it'd be... Okay. A week you or two later. you got to be specific about that. But, so we'll do that. Uh, we might have a spoiler podcast on Thursday or Friday uh, with me, just me and Joy after we see it as a general just a, a short one <laughs> it wouldn't be too long um, I think that's pretty much everything so and I guess Sunday. and then Sunday we'd have our normal uh, podcast with me and my sister and we'd have a general spoiler free version on there as well where we just discuss if we liked it and, you know, to go see it. I think most people are just going to go see it this weekend if they if they can. If they're really big fans, they'll probably go this weekend. Um, but I'm hoping to get that up Saturday night, the, the full-on spoiler cast. So that way, if people see it this weekend, they have something to listen to to hear our thoughts and theories and breakdowns. And just with five people, we're going to have to go to each person and say what they thought... You know, their favorite moments. I'm going to probably draw up an outline that has a breakdown of how that's going to go. Are you cutting all points. this out or are you just going to... I'm just going to leave it in there, yeah. <laughs> I want people to know what they're expecting on Saturday. And how organized you are. Yeah. I'm probably going to have it broken down as like the biggest talking points. We'll have our thoughts on each one. Um, that's why I'm also going the second time. I'm, I'm probably going to want to see it a second time anyway, but... To help get the podcast in shape for that. So, I think that's everything that I wanted to address regarding that. We're going to hit our closing here. You can follow us on Twitter at BT Disney Podcast, Facebook.com backslash Behind the Dreams Podcast, Instagram at Behind the Dreams Podcast, YouTube Behind the Dreams Podcast is the channel name. We're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Please rate us on the iTunes store. It helps people find us. You can subscribe to either one of those, and episodes will go right on there without you having to worry about checking it. And we also have an email address as well, behindthedreamspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send in anything, send us your thoughts after Star Wars if you want. We can discuss some of those mm-hmm. on Saturday's podcast or on 
on the deep dive, we can do an email part as well. So, did you want to <laughs> tell people where they can find you at Joy? Um, hi, I am an independent Sensi consultant. Um, I can only sell within the United States, so if you're outside the United States, I'm sorry. Our Russia and UK listeners, <laughs> there. If you search on Facebook, Joy Lawrence, independent Sensi consultant, that should bring up my business page. If you search Joy's Sensational, spelled S-C-E-N-T-S-A-T-I-O-N-A-L-V-I-P's, that should bring up my um, closed group, which then you'll have to request to join and I will approve or deny your entry. Um, And I do have an Instagram as well, at Sensational. S-C-E-N-T-S-A-T-I-O-N-A-L, Joy, J-O-I, and I share some things on there as well. All right. All right, well, I believe that is everything, so I just want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, we'll catch you all next week on our Saturday show, Spoilers all about Star Wars The Last Jedi then Sunday our Sunday our regular show Um, so we'll catch y'all then (laughs) see y'all real soon